Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Hello and welcome to the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast. We explore some of the big money issues in the world of sports. I'm Michael Barr. I'm Scarlett Foam. And I'm Damian Sassauer. Soccer, 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 soccer. He is the official Major League Soccer Ambassador, longtime player, now retired, Demarcus Beasley. Welcome to the Bloomberg Business of Sports. I uh, appreciate you guys having me. Well, it, I, listen, I know that you, you played Major League Soccer for years, but you, I, you got to have some comment on the World Cup going on <laughs> right now because it's you talk about a time the whole world and, and and the U.S. we're kind of behind. The whole world is excited watching this. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You know, I started my career in MLS back in '99. Uh, that was my first <laughs> 1999 when I first signed <laughs> my first contract to play with uh, Chicago Fire. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, it's a it's a dream come true for for any any young uh, soccer player that wants to play at the highest level in this sport. So the World Cup is here. Uh, I, I just saw the result: uh, England against uh, Iran, six uh, two. So you see that there. People say there's not a lot of goals in soccer, but today it showed that there, there's there's eight in this game. Well, I got to show you a quick story about that. Is that I with the last time I had the score, I was checking it out. It was three nil. And yeah. I went and I walked into the studio and I'm announcing 3-0. And all of a sudden, the producer's saying, nope, it's 5-1. I'm like, wait, I just walked in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it happened quick. It did. It did. Yes, England, England's a good, uh, they're a good team. They have a lot of, they're one of the favorites to win, to win the World Cup. Uh, very strong. A lot of, a lot of talented, uh, world-class players on their squad. Demarcus, talk a little bit about the added pressure on the U.S. men's national team after they failed to qualify in 2018. Um, where does that leave them in terms of their own expectations and the public's expectations of how far they can go this time around? I think there's a, a bit of pressure on them um, from from fans, from the media as well, uh, because we didn't qualify in 2018. Uh, we haven't. That was the first time that it happened. So I think uh, these players now, they they – they put that on their shoulders. I don't think they let they don't let it affect them. Uh, they're very they're young. Uh, they have that they still have that mentality, that no fear attitude, where they don't really know what to expect at times, and that and that could be a, a bonus. That could be dangerous in in the world of, of soccer. So I, I really think that they've all uh, came together as a group and said, "Look, we know what happened. We know what happened, or what didn't happen four years ago, but we're not going to let that uh, affect our our World Cup. This is our time. This is our team." We're playing for our country, and you know, as me as a fan now, I'm I'm 100 behind the boys to uh, to get to have a good result and have a good tournament. And a lot of the Benz national team also played in Major League Soccer. I mean, I think if I'm not mistaken, a record number of MLS players are going to be participating in this year's World Cup. I wonder if you could talk to us a little bit about MLS. I know you're very close to it, obviously. Um, you know, you're a part owner in Fort Wayne FC, which is USL League Two. You know, tell us a little bit about that. How um, how the MLS is is transitioning? What its growth expectations look like? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like I said before, I was in MLS back in the 2000s. So uh, MLS has grown leaps and bounds uh, from then and 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 now. 
Uh, and just speaking uh, about the World Cup, uh, the league we have this year, we have 36 players uh, playing in this World Cup. Uh, well, contributed from MLS soccer, from MLS, uh, from MLS, and that's phenomenal. Um, from for a league that's has been around for for 26 years, um, now that we have uh, a lot of young talent coming through coming through the ranks, uh, the, the league is growing. Uh, it, it's it's such a and not just on the on the field. I think is it goes from the uh, from off the field to on the field, and you know MLS is, is starting to lead the way and uh, being a, a league of choice, um, not just for uh, American players but for European players as well. You want to impress people when you play Trivial Pursuit. Here's your question. <laughs> Name the only U.S. player in history to play in four FIFA World Cups. I know. It's you. 2002, 2006, 2010, 2014. And I think about your experience, and now you are officially the Major League Soccer Ambassador. Tell us what that's like. I mean, it's easy to talk soccer when uh, you you played it all your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. Um, I'm truly, truly blessed with the opportunity that MLS gave me to to be the, the ambassador uh, for the league for the, during this World Cup um, uh, experience. Uh, the the league has been very, very kind to me. This is where I started my career. I, I signed when I was 16, and I, I I finished my career with the Houston Dynamo in, in 2019. Uh, so it's a, it's a it's a league where I've seen. It from twelve from twelve teams to now <laughs> to, to twenty eight, uh, which is which is now. So, I mean, just really really honored to to be named the MLS ambassador. Um, I, I really want to, you know, put MLS not so much not there on the map, but just really give a, a different side of it that MLS is not a a league where um, people come to, uh, to 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 finish their career. You know now. Since 2007, we have a, a great, um, uh, a great academy system where each club has has really taken it and I think really set the bar and the standard of, of what that means. And it's a, it's all about player development. You, know, you got guys like Weston McKinney, uh, Gio Reyna uh, from the NYFC uh, City Academy, uh, Tyler Adams. Uh, he's 23. He's our captain for this World Cup, and he started in the New York Red Bulls Academy. So you're starting to see that that investment payoff uh, from, from the league, and I think that's great to see that we have such such young talent coming from America and coming from MLS and from our academy. Yeah, that development pipeline is critical, along with the infrastructure as well, because NYCFC is going to get its own stadium, finally, after years yeah. and years of discussion. Um, talk a little bit about how this sets up the U.S. and also Canada and Mexico hosting the 2026 World Cup. The U.S. last hosted the World Cup, uh, the Men's World Cup, that is, in 1994, which is a lifetime ago. Damien and I remember it. Michael remembers it, but you know most <laughs> most people don't anymore. Um, how critical is it in terms of to see just how popular soccer football has gotten in the U.S. versus what it was in the 90s? Yeah, it's amazing. It, it really is. Um, it, soccer has has taken. A, a a huge step into getting this World Cup in 2026. Uh, you know, I, I personally was a part of the the Houston uh, Houston bid, uh, so we were ecstatic that the World Cup is coming to to, to Houston and in, in our city. So really, really excited. Uh, this this is something that's going to be really special. Uh, I think this World Cup, oh sorry, 2026 uh, World Cup that's coming in Canada, Mexico, and the United States. Um, it, it can be the, the rocket fuel for a lot of different uh, things, from you know uh, player development, from uh, media standpoint, from just a just a fan standpoint. I think 
the atmosphere and the environment that the that we can bring and to show uh, what soccer is that just from the the uh, the fan that doesn't know much about the game uh, i think we're, we're going to add a lot a lot of new uh, fans uh, in 2026 so we're, we're really excited to to host and you know but we'll worry about this one first hi i'm ron krzyzewski chairman and ceo of steeple financial advisors if you're not growing your practice you're losing market share steeple is a growing entrepreneurial advisor-centric firm built for successful advisors like you Imagine having the resources of the largest wirehouses and the support of the boutique shops, but none of the bureaucracy to get in the way of you serving your clients. At Stiefel, it's your business, your book, your clients. I always tell the advisors we're recruiting, I want you to come to Stiefel and double or triple your business. Most of them laugh and shake their heads, but I'm serious. Don't take it from me. Take it from Stiefel's number one finish in J.D. Power's 2023 U.S. Financial Advisor Satisfaction Study. So, there's a reason why 148 financial advisors joined Stiefel last year. Come join us and find out why Stiefel is the firm where success meets success. Visit www.choosestifel.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. Just not long ago, a few weeks back, we had USL COO Jason Papadakis on, right? And Scarlett mentions mm-hmm. a good point. You know, when you're moving from Division Two to Division One, obviously you need to have a stadium or a stadium plan. But, you know, you also need to have an anchor tenant. You need, um, you know, an investor, I believe, uh, an owner, rather, who owns at least a mm-hmm. third of the uh, uh, of the club. And uh, that, that owner needs to be uh, materially wealthy. I think he needs to show something on the order of $10 million in, in net worth. Talk to us about the challenge for these Division Two teams as they're looking to move up to Division One. Is it more an issue of stadium? Is it finding that anchor tenant? I mean, what's going on with Fort Wayne FC? What are your plans? Yeah, um, our, our plan is, is to, to move up. To, to League One, and we want to be a, a club. Uh, we want to be a club of choice. We want to, um, you know, we want to have a a club that people want to be a part of. We want to create and have a great environment uh, for our players to play in on and off the field. Uh, it's it's a it's a place where we want to have development, player development, at, at high on our list. Uh, we know we're going to be a selling club. Uh, that's that's not. Um, uh, I don't think that's bad to say. I, I think that's a good vote. Us as a club, we have to do the hard work. We have to make sure we hire the right people, uh, give these kids a chance, uh, if they want to be a professional athlete, that they have a, a direct pathway to, to be a professional athlete. And for the lower league, that, you know, that is going to, to be huge. And uh, I think that if not every club is the same, they, we, no club really um, kind of uh, works in the same way. But at the same time, whenever, and I say whenever, and this, I'm very optimistic, whenever we do win the World Cup, it's because of all of us. It's, it's, it's not because it's one any. It's just because of all of the, the American soccer family has, has put together and, and put player development first in their list. And I think, uh, you know, from USL, MLS, you know, different entities, I think that all of us can help in that way with the national team. As they're playing in Qatar, and there was a last-second order for a major tournament sponsor, Budweiser. You have to remove all your beer tents <laughs> from around there. Now, now as, as my father would put it, God rest his soul, he would say, you, you got my mouth all water for some beer, and now all of a sudden you just took the beer away. So unfair. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, your thoughts about that, and, and what do you think? And, and is the sport really too big for any sponsor to boycott? 
Yeah, I mean, I'm a tequila guy myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I, look, um, you know, beer is a part of the the World Cup, and the World Cup is is, is, is beer. We, we all know that. Uh, anyone that's been to a World Cup, that's or any sporting event, you know, from the World Series or NBA Final, I mean, that is part of the culture. Um, but that is the culture in in, in Cutter. It, I, I think that the fans will be okay without drinking for you know two two and a half hours the the length of a of a match. Um, I think the the biggest thing is that the what soccer brings um, you know to the world of to the world um, brings people together. And I think if we just focus on the game and the sport, uh, I, I think they'll be okay for a couple hours if they can't have a beer. Demarcus Beasley, you are the man, the official Major League Soccer ambassador, and you've been a longtime player, now retired. Uh, by the way, I should add that right now you're serving as a Fox Sports digital host and analyst, and you can help break down mm-hmm. the game on the field, and we appreciate that. Demarcus, no, thank you. you are so kind. Thank you for taking time out with us here on the Bloomberg Business of Sports. No problem. Thank you. Demarcus, who do you see winning? <laughs> oh, see, I was. <laughs> yeah, I'm, <laughs> I, I, I had to ask. Come on, I really am going back to South America. I mean, I want to say I'm, everyone's you know, going to South America. Be, you heard it. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest. I, I, I would say I would say Brazil. It's between Argentina and Brazil, but yeah. I think with, with Brazil and and their death, I, I would say them. Old Bulldog Scarlet came on in, man. (laughs) (laughs) This has been the Bloomberg Business of Sports Podcast. We explore the big money issues in the world of sports. I'm Michael Barr. You can follow me on Twitter at Big Bar Sports. And I'm on Twitter at Scarlet Foo. And I'm on Twitter at D Sassauer. And by the way, you can catch our podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday and download the show wherever you get your podcasts. 